Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for joining us for today's podcast from Dublin First Baptist Church in Dublin, North Carolina. We hope you'll be encouraged today as you listen to our message. For more information, please visit our website at www.dublinfbc.org. That's www.dublinfbc.org. Now let's join the congregation of Dublin First Baptist as we listen to the preaching of God's Word. I love Christmas Eve. I, I don't know. Like I, I grew up, I, I don't know, every family does things differently, I suppose. And um, I don't know if this is an up north thing. I have heard some people down here do it, but... Um, it's just Christmas Eve was always a special time in our family. We always, of course, went to church. My grandfather was a pastor, so we had Christmas Eve service. It was always one of the most beautiful services like this with candles and, and everybody dressed up all Christmassy and things. And after church, we'd go home, and then the food was there, right? And uh, probably what you're all waiting to go to when we get out of here is summer sausage and cheese and a lot of chocolate. And oyster stew. There was always oyster stew. And if you liked oysters, that was a good thing because a lot of people didn't. So they would just drink the buttery milk stuff and they'd flip you their oysters. And that was always a win. And we'd always open Christmas presents on Christmas Eve, just what we did growing up. I didn't even know there was another way till, almost till I got married. And they said, well, no, we don't do that, right? And um, But it's always a special time. And let me just begin this evening by sharing a quote with you from Pastor Burke Parsons. Uh, it's one I, I shared on our church Facebook page uh, this afternoon. And he said this, We believe that Christ will return to this world not as a babe in a manger, but as a king over all the earth. And Christ will return in power and in glory to manifest his reign over the new heavens and the new earth. And that is what we believe um, because that's what God promises will occur and that's what the Bible teaches us will happen. You know, in our men's seven arrows Bible study that we have each Saturday morning, uh, timing was just of, of the Lord, but uh, we just finished up Malachi. We went through what's known as the minor prophets you know, those, um, we call them the crispy pages, those Old Testament books like Habakkuk and Haggai and Nahum, Micah, ones that you might not spend a whole lot of time in, but there's a lot of good truth there. And, and you know, Malachi, the final book of, of the Bible, and Malachi chapter 4, the final chapter of the Bible, and I know that it's not more than just a turn of a page for you to go to, from Malachi 4 to Matthew chapter 1, and, and to go from Malachi 4 to the birth of Jesus Christ at the beginning of Matthew, but the time period between Malachi 4 and, and Matthew chapter 1 is about 450 years. Uh, some theologians call that, that time uh, between the Old Testament and the New Testament, they call it the centuries of silence. Now I know what they mean, uh, they call it that because it was about 400 years where there was no new prophet called by God to go to God's people and give them any new revelation. Uh, no, after Malachi, there was no more books of the Bible written until Matthew. Uh, but God was not silent during that time, was he? Has God spoken to us just like he did to them? God had spoken. His people had the word of God. They had it from Genesis all the way to Malachi. It had 39 books where God had communicated 
to them. Uh, they had the promise of a coming Messiah, first given in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. And verse after verse in, in each book of the Bible, pointing them to Christ's first coming, urging them to ready themselves for his arrival. God was not silent. God's never silent. He was anything but silent. And, and so it is with us here tonight. Uh, you and I, we're blessed to live on this side uh, of the manger and the cross and the grave. Uh, empty manger, empty cross, empty tomb. And you and I, we've got 66 books in the Bible. Uh, we have a complete revelation here of who God is for us in Jesus Christ. We've got the record of, of a promised Messiah who came, but who's also coming again. And this morning we heard the voice of God, as I pray we do every Sunday morning when we meet together. We heard the voice of God in the carols we sang. We heard the voice of God in the communion service. Each one of us participated in that. We proclaimed, we preached, we shared the gospel, and we do that until Jesus Christ returns. And tonight, I, I truly hope that every one of us who has made the commitment to come and worship here on Christmas Eve, I, I pray that we have the same longing expectation that uh, for Christ to come that, that people like Zechariah had and Elizabeth, the parents of John the Baptist, and people like Simeon and Anna had in that Luke chapter 2 account. Each one of us who has trusted Jesus as our Savior, uh, we all have in this deep, devoted, life-transforming desire to see and to experience the full and final completion of our salvation when Christ comes to uh, take us with him. And, uh, and we begin in eternity in the presence of our Lord and Savior. Won't that be wonderful? In eternity with no, as it says in the book of Revelation, with no more death, no sorrow, nor crying, no more pain. It says, for the former things have passed away. And the one who is coming, it says, he's seated on that throne there. And he says, behold, I make all things new. Now I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Tommy to come and Corinne, if you'll come and you'll lead us uh, in this song. And then I'll have something a little bit more to say right afterwards. Ray, if you could jump down there and turn the lights off. Could you all stand and you can light your candles as we sing this song? Makes me whole. Hallelujah. 
just share with you real quick kind of the end we talked about the end of the old testament and and malachi and um let me tell you about the end of the new testament last two verses uh in the book of the bible revelation chapter 22 those last two verses have a promise and they have a prayer and the promise is from jesus and he says there surely i am coming quickly and the prayer is my prayer for each one of you this Christmas Eve. It says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen? Amen. I mean, so be it. I hope so. Let's go in the grace of Jesus Christ this evening. Will you pray with me? So God, uh, your prayer there in Revelation 22 at the very end of the Bible, uh, it, it speaks volumes. It's not just a, a nicety, a way of saying goodbye, or this is the end of God's revelation to us. It says that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, um, it, it's a, a prayer that it would be with us and, and we would have nothing, we could be nothing without the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and Lord, I pray that uh, tonight as we leave here and we go and, and continue worshiping by celebrating with family and, and celebrating the joy that we have in this season, and because of who you are and what you've done for us, I pray that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ would be with us in our homes as we uh, eat together and celebrate as we open presents tonight and tomorrow, Lord, as we just spend time with family. Uh, God, I pray that we would see your grace in all of those things. Um, Lord, as we wake up uh, on uh, Christmas morning and the next day and the next day, I pray that we would see the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ being with us. And Lord, I pray that we would not only recognize it and worship you for it, but Lord, I pray we would live, we would walk in your grace and use us to pipe it to others. May, may we be just like Jesus, extending grace to those around us, all that we may point them to the hope that we have in him. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen.